I'm Clyde Lewis, and you're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. If you'd like to hear the podcast in its entirety, sign up at Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The number is to call tonight, 503-225-0860. It's 503-225-0860. I say hello to you coast to coast, all over the country, all over the world. Thanks to the internet. Thanks to TalkStreamLive.com. GroundZero.radio, for those of you that need to listen uh, on a stream, it's available to you as well as uh, GroundZeroMedia.org. TalkStreamLive, of course, uh links to many of the radio stations across the country that the program directors have decided to play and we're glad that they do that. We thank them for doing that. Also, if you want to listen to the shows at a more convenient time, you can do so by going to Aftermath.media. Sign up today for Aftermath.media. We have a subscription that will fit your budget. Especially now when uh, it's difficult sometimes to get word out and uh, it's difficult sometimes to uh, continue broadcasting what we believe is honest radio uh, and independent thought. And this is why we're so grateful for the listeners and how they support us in everything we do. And that's awesome. So thank you so much for all of you that subscribed. And if you haven't, don't forget to subscribe to Aftermath.media. That's Aftermath.media. You know, last night I, I was contemplating the show and uh, some of the things we talked about with Micah Dank. And um, there were a lot of things that I don't feel I covered as well as I could have Uh you know, there were a lot of synchronicities and other strange things that I was pointing to. The the uh, rock that uh, was split open that set forward, a, 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 unleashed a demon, a thousand-year-old demon, and how that somehow reminded me of Revelation chapter 20. And then, of course, Michael the archangel and his statue bleeding and the sacrifices, uh, I, I guess the animal sacrifices that were done in Rhode Island. And I, and I was thinking on the way home as I was driving, I was listening... I think I was listening to John B. Wells, and I was, you know, I, I've listened to some of his shows on the radio, and um, I, I realized that, you know, I'm sure John and I, and maybe Alex Jones and others, you know, we have been raised in a dispensationalist family or a dispensation. We have a dispensationalist worldview. It's one of the reasons why we're motivated to do what we do. I mean, the Book of Revelations is truly a strange book and not everyone has been taken with it but dispensationalists swear by it in the face of the apocalypse centric crowd we can quote it all the time many people though they don't but in in the in the in the vein of this book and what it is and what it represents uh a lot of the time it, it was the reason that many people repented and and some found Jesus again was in the book revelation the apocalypse the thing about this book, though, is it, it's it been controversial since ancient times. Its place in the New Testament canon was hotly disputed during the 16th century Reformation. Martin Luther and Ulrich Zwingli, and, and they didn't consider it apostolic. They, they, John Calvin even said, he says, the study of Revelation either finds a man mad or leaves him that way. Something that uh, I believe, uh, I think Robert Anton Wilson said it best when he spoke of something called Chapel Perilous, where you're you're ready to either be agnostic or you're ready to say, okay, I, I want to give into the madness. But even though, you know, it's a controversial book and even though they even wanted to excise it from the Bible, Revelation still is canon. Billy Graham 
took interest in the book of Revelation. He wrote a book called Approaching Hoofbeats, The Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse. That was the title of his book. I remember having that book in my home. Uh, Graham, in the book, assures us that although there will be nuclear conflagrations, biological holocausts, and chemical apocalypses rolling over the earth, we need not worry because when things get really out of hand, Jesus will show up in Deus Ex Machina to fix everything. Deus Ex Machina, of course, is a is a way to say God from the machine, literally, coming down and changing everything, changing course at the blink of an eye. You know, most fundamentalists, religious fundamentalists, are, are not alone in their fixation on the book of Revelations. And many generations of poets and novelists and movie makers have found inspiration in its pages. And who can deny those verses are colorful and dramatic, and they, and they set the stage for a lot of imagination, a lot of speculative fiction. I said, I think it was uh, last night, I said, you know, sometimes when you look around you and you read the book of Revelation and you see what's going on in the real world, you say to yourself, well, maybe the book of Revelation could be the religious version of the X-Files. The bizarre imagery seems to grab hold of anyone's imagination if they take the time to read it. About a week ago, uh, I reported that televangelist Pat Robertson said, that uh, Russian President Vladimir Putin was compelled by God in his decision to invade Ukraine. He was suggesting that Russia's attacks are a precursor to an end times battle in Israel. And once again, the, the, the talk swells to a fever pitch about Armageddon. The constant barrage of Armageddon, the constant barrage of the metaphors, the constant barrage of the eschaton. And it, it's difficult... I believe, not to see these things as portents and pretext, foreshadowing, uh, forestructuring, if you want to talk about that. I mean, last night, as I was contemplating many etheric coincidences that are either faith-promoting or terrifying, depending on your belief system. Ron took me aside and he said, you know, you were talking about this last night. He says, it had me on edge. I said, well, isn't that the point of the show, you know, to get people thinking, get people thinking outside the box of the margins? And he said, yeah, I guess it really worked in that regard. I mean, somehow, I think, here, here's the thing that I find interesting right now is that, and I'm not speaking for everybody, so please don't think that I am. I think a lot of people have somehow reduced their faith in God and their, and their faith entirely. And then they developed this keen interest in science, only because it's a trend, okay? Science this, science that, science global warming, science COVID-19. There's a science to everything, even ponerism, which is the, that evil is a science. But here's the thing is, even though we have diminished our faith in a lot of ways, we still have a keen interest in uh, not only science, but symbols, sigils, and iconography. And, and, and I mean that because you, you, you look at the internet and you see, you know, Ukrainian flags everywhere. Last night we talked of of uh, uh, Michael the Archangel statue bleeding in Colorado. Um, a number of other things like the, the sigils of the, the D with an arrow through it and the tragedy and comedy symbols that were with these beheaded animals. It, 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 it just gets peculiar and weird. And there are more icons and iconography that I wish to read. Uh, reference tonight and I'm going to do so coming up right here on Ground Zero. Stay tuned for that. 503-225-1450. 
That's 503-225-0860. I'm Clyde Lewis. You're listening to Ground Zero, and we'll be back. You just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. If you'd like to hear previous shows along with having access to our online library and social media platform, sign up now at Aftermath.media. It's only $10 a month, and there's also yearly specials to fit your budget. Again, go to Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and thank you for supporting Ground Zero.